Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. It's another Monday night. You know what that means. Another episode of The Loud Pedal. I am Michael Clark Griswold with my trusty co-host here, Uh-oh. The Mouth, Brian Hustlinger. What's up? And tonight, we have another very special guest for you, the Masonville Missile, Sean Walker. Welcome to the show, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. So let's uh, let's just get started with the, the old cliche question. How did you get your start in racing? Oh, my dad was, uh, I guess, into racing and sponsored quite a few different cars over the years and took me probably when I was, I don't know, four or five years old. And I just, I really enjoyed it. Kind of got hooked on it. And then as I got a little older, he got me into mic rods and ran them for a while. And then, uh, got old enough, I guess, and got into the, I guess back then it was pure stock division ran that for a few years and then uh jumped up into a sportsman ran them for quite a while and then i think back in 08 i got into a modified and been going at it ever since so like 12 13 years in a modified panel uh so how would you how would you grade your season so far i know you got a couple wins at uh thunder mountain this year yeah um i mean i Honestly, I haven't been too happy with how it's going, but I guess I really shouldn't complain. We're leading the points. We got a couple wins, so I guess it's not going terrible, but <laughs> just, I don't know. It just seems like we've been struggling with the car this year. Uh, they resurfaced the track up there and just, you know, it's changed from how it has been the past couple of years, and we've just not been going as good good as we were, I guess. I mean, leading the points, you got to be somewhat consistent at least, right? You want some more checkers. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty consistent. It's just, I guess this year it seems for the most part, um, I don't know, maybe there's a little less passing than there has been. So the handicapping has kind of worked itself out where, you know, you get your way to the back and then you switch with a couple of the other guys, you know, they start up front and they finish good. So then they're handicapped to the back. So it's kind of been a cycle. It seems like, but this past week I actually started 12th and, and one. So it's kind of happy with that, but also was, you know, ran into some luck, I should say, cause uh, probably really only had a third or fourth place car. And I'm not sure exactly what happened, but the leaders first and second got together there and and I see they were hooked together and took them each other out. So we started second and then uh had a pretty good race going on actually the whole race with Darren Smith and I don't know, there was probably a handful of laps to go and I went out to the outside and was able to clear them and 
and got the win. So I was happy with that because that's this past week's probably the most cars I think we've passed all year in a feature. So we're we're gain we're making gains at it I guess and seem to be getting better. It's just I don't know just not going quite as good as as the past couple years. Um, Utica Rome was that your first uh, North uh, Short Track Super Series race? Um, this year, yes. What did you think? What did you think of the track? Did you have fun? Blah blah blah, all that fun stuff. Yeah, um, actually, I'd been we've been racing up there. I think since we missed the first two shows, um, I actually ran into Jamie Page here in town and. He, he's the promoter up there and he was kind of promoting the track and kind of talked me into uh, you know going up and giving it a try um, so I did and, and I'll tell you it was the track is just amazing it's a beautiful track and, you know the whole facility is amazing and everybody treats you really good up there and you know it was a lot of fun racing the track because um, I hadn't really had much experience on bigger tracks you know mostly stick to the southern tier yeah yep. short tracks you know so I'd, I'd raced up there years ago in sportsman and stuff a few times here and there but so i kind of was just looking to get some seat time on a, a bigger track and so we'd been going up there you know most of the year and just i think i gotten you know i got kind of the hang of the track and driving it and everything i mean you could always get better i'm not saying i got it mastered by no means but i think at this point it's uh i think i'm mostly just underpowered i got a 358 versus you know them big open small blocks and i'm kind of to the point where you know about 10th place is about the best i think i'm gonna get with the, the equipment i got so but it's it was definitely uh it's you know it's definitely fun learning experience and and like i said the track is just amazing <laughs> wish i had some more ponies under the hood and be able to get up there and try to run with them we'll, guys but we'll work on that for you <laughs> i don't know how but we will <laughs> yeah yeah somehow some way right well what, what you could do is we can like kind of like pretend we're uh Stu's friends or something uh, we'll figure something out you know you see what i'm getting at <laughs> they're not yeah. gonna miss a motor you know what i mean i mean come on the yeah, owner's a billionaire for christ's sakes he probably has like a freaking warehouse full of them yeah, he doesn't keep track of those or anything <laughs> you know yeah for what right off well just i mean right Stu probably changes motor every 10 races so i'll just grab yeah one like as soon as they have warm-ups you know they're drop. yeah the, as soon as the warm-ups <laughs> are done he's dropping a new one in <laughs> we'll just snag one of those for you yeah I'll tell Just you what, have... them guys are something, boy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I, I, in all honesty, I think you get a little more experience than some of the bigger tracks. I think you can hang with them, honestly. I really honestly think you're that good. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I've seen you. I've seen up the cemetery. You, I, you've impressed me. And I'm hard to impress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, if you say hi to me, you're my favorite driver. I mean, right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, so running a, a small or a 358 up at a, a big half mile like Utica Rome, you're probably just pretty much hammered down the whole way around that track, aren't you? Yeah, actually, you know, 
I think the the biggest thing is just getting qualified through the heat. The features that actually, it, you know, I, I don't know how, I ain't going to compare to like Stewie and Matt, but it hangs right in there. It's probably, if, if I could get myself qualified where I could start in the top 10 or 12, I think I could hang out maybe fifth, sixth, seventh, somewhere in there. But yeah. I can't get qualified in the heat race because I'm just so underpowered, and then I always got to wind up starting like 17th, 18th, and then you can kind of work your way up to about 10th. But it's just it's you know getting qualified. The last race up there, I'd been got myself handicapped up, so I was starting. I think I started on the outside pole. Yeah, we come around and took the green, and I think by the time we got to turn one, I was. Beth, maybe <laughs> they just sure, they yeah. me down the front. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm a nitrous oxide system. Would that help? <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying to do it. Well, but if you got Nos, like, you well, a- well, if you had Nos for uh, for a sponsor, then you could probably get away with my sponsor. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that'd go over too well. <laughs> <laughs> money, money talks, buddy. Yeah, we just gotta read the rule book real fine, and it may, it yeah, may. Yeah, say you forgot say, that part. It may not say that you can't have them in there. Yeah, you gotta, we, have, we gotta read the rule book. I mean, it's it's kind of open for interpretation there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, yeah, I think yeah. so. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I think there's a lot of gray areas in there, but. Right, so why know. can't we play in the gray area? Let's all have fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had, we had Dale on the show. We'll just talk to him. Like, hey, look, I mean, you didn't say in the rule, but you couldn't have it. So technically, <laughs> yeah, you, it's you not said, illegal. Right, exactly. And define illegal. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. That's yep. opened up for interpretation itself. Yeah, I mean, we'll just put us, we'll just put a small kid on there. Nothing, nothing crazy, you know. Like this guy's on yeah. street outlaws. They got like seven kids. Oh or yeah, whatever. yeah, Christ, yeah. What is that hanging from the back of Sean's car? Yeah, you have like a little energy drink size one, just when you need that little little. <laughs> yeah, just for the straightaways. Yep. Just for the straightaways, so you don't fall back to fifth, maybe third. You know. Yeah. You see, you see Shepard yep. coming. You just hit the button and just. Yeah, you turn go. right. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I wouldn't turn right. That's oh, according to Mad Max, Shepard's got a mean right hook there. Yeah, but Sean, don't you work <laughs> in concrete? Um, I I did for oh, like seventeen years, and then a couple of years oh. ago, uh, I got out of the concrete. My yeah, dad no. kind of retired, and I work for the uh, highway department here in the town of Masonville. Oh, you do that honest. now? Yeah, we still do a little concrete on the side here and there, but concrete sucks. I hate concrete work. <laughs> I, do, I do. I'm a carpenter. I I I can't stand it. I I really hate it. Yeah, I do too. I can't stand it. As a plumber, I, think, I do quite I a bit of concrete work. Yeah, I think everybody, even concrete guys, hate concrete. Everybody hates concrete. Yeah. It's not bad to do it once in a while, or you know, it really isn't bad if you got. A good group of guys that you're working with but it's hard to find anybody to do that kind of work anymore so it makes it tough and it's hard to find anybody to do any kind of work yeah these days yeah. everybody wants sure. 
Everybody wants to make $15 an hour to stand at the counter at McDonald's. Yep. And still get your order and still get your order wrong. Yeah. Oh, Actually, this so, past Friday, I did some concrete work. We did a little floor over here. It was hot on Friday. Oh man. Uh, and I, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm I'm not in shape that I used to be. It kind of whooped my butt. <laughs> well, because you work well, because you work for the town now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't get out of the truck, do you? You're like, up. Oh, it's over oh, yeah. degrees. Yeah, you start throwing OSHA around. Yeah, that word comes up a lot, right? It's too high. Even OSHA would, would say we can't go out. Yeah. <laughs> That's one so what thing are your plans? You, you oh, don't yeah. stop until the job's yep. done. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. So what are your plans for the rest of the year? Um, I'm That's not nice. too sure exactly, but... Uh, <laughs> Obviously, we're going to finish out Thunder Mountain. I think we got three or four more races there. And then I do have uh, one of my sponsors, um, kind of a sponsor obligation with him was that I run uh, 200 at Fulton. So we're going to oh, do that. Oh, nice. Now, when you and, when you have a uh, – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, – well, you have like a, a points lead, like you do at Thunder Mountain, and you're coming down to like the final two, three races. Are are you are you watching that points race like closely? Or are you just kind of like in the mindset, you know, just the next race, one race at a time, one race at a time? Yeah, pretty much just one race at a time. You just, I don't really, I don't follow the points at all. I just hear from you know the crew guys and some of my family that kind of pay attention to it, but I. I, the way I look at it is you just take each race one at a time and, you know, you obviously you try to, you're trying to win every race you go to doing the best right. that you can. So, yeah. Yep. And, and I just figure the, you know, the points will take care of themselves. True. How about the, um, uh, what is it called? The super nationals at Afton. You got any plans for that or eh, maybe? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been to pretty much every one of them since he started doing it. I think actually, I don't know. There's maybe only one or two of us that have been to every every one of them. So actually, this first one, I can't remember when it was. It was it was when I was racing sportsman, but I actually just put a four barrel on a sportsman and and went to it to when he had his first uh, super nationals there at Afton. So yeah, we've been going to them all. We'll definitely test that. And, of course, Afton's about ten minutes from me. So, okay. Um, you've raced five mile point, uh, I guess a lot. Is that correct? Um, yeah, I'd say yeah. Five mile and Afton are probably the two tracks that I ran the most at. What is it going to take for them to bring back the Southern Tier 100 race? I would love to see that. Uh, I don't know. I. I think they I mean, still have it. Maybe shortened, shortened race. Now the last maybe time they, they had it, yeah, it was uh, it was Halloween. Oh man, probably six years ago. You started nineteenth or twenty first, and Jeff Strunk was driving for Zuby at the time. Well, he's driving for him again to start twenty first. That's when everybody got flat tire. You wind up winning yeah. the race, and I think Jeff finished second. I think that was the, the Southern Tier sixty seven. I think that's the last Southern Tier race I've seen ran up there. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. 
that I've seen, I'm like, I'm looking for it. They're doing the Southern Tier 65. I mean, why do they keep like dwindling the uh, the laps away? What's going on with that? Uh, I'm really not sure. Maybe because of tires, uh, tire wear. I, I don't, I don't really know. Everybody got a flat tire. Every thought Danny Johnson was going flat. Then Stu took the lead flat. You and Jeff are the only two guys who didn't get a flat tire. So what compound were you running that night, Sean? What's that? I was going to say. What compound were you running that night, Sean? That that brings us back to the whole uh, open to interpretation of the rule book here there, Sean. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Did you have a right run of Hoosiers ever? American racer? (laughs) I think – I think I had the same tires that everybody was running. I think probably the the biggest thing for me was <laughs> I had a, it's a funny story. I bought a, a <laughs> spec engine from somebody and supposedly it was, you know, 200 laps since freshened or whatever. And so I, I bought it and I ran it in a couple of specials at like Afton and five mile and that was probably, I don't know, I didn't have it very long, maybe the fifth or so race on it. And uh, so I just think that, and that motor was kind of, you know, underpowered from what everybody else had. So I went out there, I basically just put that thing to the floor the whole race. I wasn't <laughs> spinning. So, you know, some of them other guys, when the track gets down, it gets down on the you know where it's rocky and abrasive yeah. and if you're not spinning on that it doesn't really wear your tires you know actually you hook up on it pretty good but if you're sliding or spinning on that abrasiveness then obviously it's going to wear your tires and i think that's probably what happened to a lot of the guys and and why i didn't i mean my my tires were pretty much shot but they held they had tread longer than everybody else so but I think that's why. And then uh, back to that motor, I I won that race. I think it was fifty five hundred or something. So I said, well, the the next year there, I took it up to uh, Dan Bedell. I, I'd figured I'd have him go through it, you know. And I dropped it off, and a few weeks later, he called me, and he says uh, he's just laughing, and he says, what the heck is this thing? <laughs> he says it's a, he says I took it apart and it's a it was a ticking time bomb. <laughs> I said, Oh yeah. Said, yeah, it had uh different brand, you know one brand piston on one side and a different brand here and some of the rods were out of a sportsman and he's like, I think it blew up and somebody just pieced it together and put it together. He's like, But that thing was he's like, I can't believe it lasted as long as it did. So yeah, well, this won me a big motor. race, so yeah, wow. Oh, Franken motor, Franken motor. Yeah. There you go. What's what's one race that you would absolutely hands down would love to win? Um, probably at Five Mile, the Heath Memorial. That's a pretty big deal. I've had I've come close so many times, but but never been able to get the win. I mean, some growing up. uh you know, growing up racing or watching the races as a, you know, a big fan, I've seen a lot of big name drivers at five mile, you know, that I got a ton of respect for and yeah, that are on yeah. that win list. So I just, I think that would be pretty cool. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but. It will. 
No, you got to get that Franken motor back, and that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, one you have one big race, why not? Nope. We like to ask. We like to ask. We, we've been asking most of the drivers we had on. Your Mount Rushmore of racing, any class, any driver, living or dead, who is on your Mount Rushmore of racing? And please don't say Kyle Busch. Yeah, now let's say Kyle Busch. <laughs> So, as far as like just, I don't like your favorite driver. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favorite four drivers, any, any. Class. Your favorite four drivers, any class, any class of racing, any form of racing it could be Indy cars, drags, whatever, whatever you want. Power boats, who cares? Living or dead, who is on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Oh, uh, that's a that's a tough question. There's. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I got a lot of a lot of people I admire. Um. But I'd probably have to say, I don't know. I'd probably have to say Doug Worthing. I mean, he was kind of my idol growing up, so. Okay. Okay. Yep. You got three more. Yeah. You got three more, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. There's so many, <laughs> so many good drivers. Uh, Chuck Akulis was another one. Yep. I knew you were gonna pick him. I had that feeling that was coming. I got I, I told Mike one of them too. Uh probably Carl Nagel. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. He's... Nice. I'm going with all the old school drivers. <laughs> yes, oh I know. I was, up, but, you know you um, know, I saw a couple of those guys drive, all right. Ah, <sighs> oh, geez, I don't know. One more. One more. Um, One more. Come on. I guess I gotta have to go with Mike Colston. I knew it. Big Yeah. All the big local guys that I grew up watching, even though I probably wasn't a fan of all of them, but you know, growing up through the years, but after uh Watching them and then racing, just got a tremendous amount of respect for them. And then, you know, lucky enough to have raced with some of them too. So, yeah, you've raced against Mike, correct? Or raced with him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how was that and experience for you? Racing with Mike? Yeah, racing with Mike. Yeah. Um, it was, it was good. I mean, I never had any issues. We always ran hard and clean. He never, you know, I never, never ran into any issues with Mike at all. Now, now put your four guys, your four Mount Rushmore guys, you just pick four laps, all four together. Who wins? Mount Rushmore racing at five mile point. Who wins? I guess it probably depends on the on the time. <laughs> They've all they're all in their prime. They're all in their prime. Yeah, let's just say they're all in their prime. They're all in their prime. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess it probably depends on who started on a poll. <laughs> <laughs>
Come I think on. any one of them can do it. So. Way to duck the question. Boo. <laughs> yeah, they all can. In, in all honesty, that would be that would be a hell of a dash for cash with those four guys at that track. That would be pretty cool. Yep. Definitely. So at all the tracks that you've raced, Sean, uh, which which track seems to be your favorite? Oh, I don't know. That's kind of, that's a tough one, right? Which 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 one's your least favorite? Usually that usually that's the easier question. Yeah. Um, probably my least favorite is Pencan. I guess I would have to oh. say. It just seems that uh, every time I go there, we come back and the car is a wadded mess. <laughs> just yeah. never had really good luck there. I actually I for when I was back in the sportsman days, I ran there weekly. Um, and it did pretty good there, but once I went to modified, just, you know, going to some of the specials here and there, I just, I just, I've been in a spell of bad luck there. So I guess that would be why my, that'd be my reason why just, just terrible luck there. I've never been there, but I also don't have any plans of ever going there. Yeah. We don't like to bash tracks, but I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Just doesn't seem like yep. it's my cup of tea. I mean, I always liked Five Mile Point. I thought that was a neat. That's a neat little track. Uh, after I, I for some reason, I love that little track, and I've never been to Thunder Mountain yet. So, uh, which out of those three, which one do you like better? It don't matter either or. Don't no preference. Um, I don't know. They they all got their own traits. I guess I like them all. Well, you've had the you've had the most success at Afton, correct? Five mile point. Five mile point. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure. I've actually the past few years we've racked up quite a few wins at, at Thunder Mountain. I'm not sure where I probably got the most success, but I got a couple track championships at Five Mile. Um, I don't know. I think I've probably been about the about equally at all three tracks. Now the car counts, I hate to say this, up at the southern tier, I guess they're down. What why do you think that is? Because there's a lot of tracks up there. Is it because you got a bunch of them running against each other in the same nights? Um Is it money? Is it oh well, yeah, I mean the cost of racing is expensive these days, but yeah, no kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not really. Sh- I I I don't really know what the exact answer is. I think, as far as this year at Thunder Mountain, um, like I said, they they put a new surface on, and mm-hmm. I mean the intentions, everything, the work that they put on, you know, is crazy, and the amount of money they spent and everything, but the material just unfortunately just didn't turn out to be I guess what they'd hoped for and the track is really dusty and like silty so they took the surface from Orange County and put it over there yeah basically yeah or they took the yeah (laughs) yeah yeah the surface just isn't what it was and I'd say you know that probably has a factor in, in that you know and the other thing with Thunder Mountain is they they went to Hoosier 
So I think that might hurt them too. Being that you know the the cars that they're gonna draw, I think mostly from the southern tiers, guys that. American racers. American racers. Yeah. yeah, American racers. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But, uh, that does, makes a lot of sense. You're switching tire brands and all of a sudden, hey, you know, bye. We're good. Hey, we got, we can afford, we got a shit ton of American racers, so we'll just go to five mile point on Saturdays then. Right. Yeah, yeah, except if you're, yeah. Running, if you're running a track Friday night that you run American racers, now you got to buy Hoosiers to go run Saturday. Yeah, that makes so. That's, a, right. that's a lot of money. Yep, and then you got to have a bunch of extra wheels too, because you know you're not yeah, have to mount them all. Time that's to be right. switching. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Cost if you're gonna. Right, right there, you're yeah. talking a couple extra thousand dollars. Yeah, but the one thing I will tires. say, the one thing I will say is there's, you know, since we switched to Hoosier up there, there's been no tire wear and. Like right now, I've got the same tires on the car. Uh, we got five races on them, two two wins, and five races on them, and they're still they're still working. So it's you don't have the cost of you know I, I'm not saying with American racers that they would wear out either, but it seemed like the American racers when we ran them up there before, you know, you'd get like two races on them, and they I guess maybe from They're heat done. cycles or whatnot, but they, yeah, they start to give up towards the end of the race and the Hoosiers actually come on towards the end of the race. Yeah. Like harder our, compounds. Our, yeah. They're, they're much harder than so an American you, racer. So what do you prefer American racer or Hoosier? What do you like better? Um, I would say I, I don't really have a lot of experience with Hoosiers just, you know, last year and this year at Thunder Mountain. I've mostly right. always ran American racers, so I think I know them more, you know. But last year, the Hoosiers, the track, the surface, I think, played into it, too, because the surface was more, you know, hard last year, and that the tires seemed to work pretty well last year. This year, with the, you know, the siltiness and stuff, I just think the compound of the Hoosier is too hard. Which is okay. making, you know, I think if they had a softer tire, that you know, there'd be better, better racing. Maybe I don't know. That's my theory. I don't know. It, if it makes right sense. Wrong, makes but. sense. American racers are hard to get nowadays, though. Yeah. Uh, anything's hard to get these days. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen too much about Hoosiers being short, as much as the the American racers have been. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we the American racers. Well, we were racing that Utica Rome, and there, there was, I don't know, a two or three week period that we were running <laughs> tires from years past that we should, probably shouldn't even have been running. But that's all we could get a hold of. As far as the Hoosiers this year, we haven't we haven't had any issues, but they last. Like I said, they they don't wear out. So if you get a couple right. of sets of tires, they pretty much last through the season. That's good. No, we haven't That's really had good. to buy them. Yeah, you know, you're saving money on tires, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it is Just good. to spend it somewhere else on the car, right? He goes and spends them yep. on his American racers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got to pre-order them now. Well, for money, next year. Yeah. Money you save with the Hoosiers, you spend on the American racers. There you go. 
And racing, it's all a wash in the end, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, it's a wash if you do good enough. <laughs> if you don't do good enough, it's a loss. <laughs> this, this is true. This is true. Good point, Sean. Very good point. Yeah, I've been pretty fortunate in the past several years. That's kind of the racing's kind of paid for itself. I think, you know, the biggest expense is just getting started. If you were to get started at something now, it'd cost you an arm and a leg. But once you got everything, each year you kind of just, you know, if you, like I said, if you do good enough, win a few races and stuff, you can kind of replace a transmission this year, rear end next year, mm-hmm. just keep stuff fresh, you know. So it kind right. of pays for itself. Like a well-oiled machine. Yep. I get it. All right, Sean. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. We do appreciate you coming on and spending some some of your quality time here with us on the show on Monday night. And uh, before we let you go, is there anybody sponsors or or crew members or anybody you'd like to thank? Yeah, sure. Um, I got to thank the my car owner, Mike Costello. Um, my mom and dad they they do a ton of ton for me. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be racing. Um, my grandparents also big supporters of mine, uh, my girlfriend, Steph, uh, you know, for putting up with all the shit and <laughs> care of our little, yeah. little guy for, for me when I'm, you know, racing or out in the garage or whatever. Um, I got to thank my crew guys and gals, Jason and Mark, uh, Mallory and Austin, uh, basically, you know, just over the years, a lot of friends and family that have have helped me and you know all the fans for for their support and as far as sponsors uh, i got buzzy's bluestone uh coventry transport um cliff mott amsoil products uh jason carmen login jensen speed shop uh jim gabriel who builds our engines and uh randy up at bicknell has always been good to me yeah. over the years but now is all i've ever driven so yeah about sums it up Can't, couldn't do it without all them that's for sure all right sean well once again we thank you for coming on and we wish you the best of luck the rest of the season thank you all sean. Right. thanks for having me yep thank no you no problem yep all right everybody sean walk Nice guy. Nice guy. Very nice guy. Very humble. Laid back. back. They're very. Oh, yeah. They're laid back. And that's their accent up there, by the way. I don't know how you're wondering. I don't know how you heard me any of that part portion of the interview because I look over. I'm like, my microphone's not plugged in. Really? Yeah. Huh. I literally just plugged it in five minutes ago. I'm like, like, something doesn't look right here. What's going on? I was like, microphone's unplugged. Way to go. You know, I mean, we take, go on vacation for a week, come back, and just... Uh, you're, you're a hot mess, Mike. Yeah. You're a hot mess. I'm surprised you remember we had a show tonight, to be honest with you. Dude, I forgot about it until you texted me Sean's number earlier. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> gosh. Somebody's got to hold it together. The 48-year-old... Well, next week. <laughs> next week. Yeah, the old man's got to hold it together, and yes. I'm half shot. That's boring. Well, I, mean, I, had, I had jury do this morning. It's got me all screwed oh, up. I, I know. I know you're that case. Woo. <laughs> oh, guilty. I think he's guilty. Guilty by oh, association. Shit, you're not supposed to tell You're not supposed to tell anybody. Guilty right, quick, by take that, I'll take that Facebook post down. Um, 
I mean, uh, Sean's good. I mean, Sean, Sean is good. Sean is a good runner. Like maybe one of these times when you and Tara or whatever, go to Poconos, you want to check out a Southern tier track and he's running. We got, you'll like it. You'll, you'll be now, impressed. He's very good. I'd like to get a five mile point. The point's a neat track. It's, I like yeah. that little track. Little, little quarter mile. Yeah. It's a neat track. It really is. Where's, where's it at? It's in Kirkwood, New York. It's just a little bit below Binghamton. It's like an hour and a half from me. About that. Probably about an hour and a half from the Poconos, then somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. I'll just meet you there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll book out and go see Shaw. Maybe I'll support one of our guests at his track at Thunder Mountain. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, that's how I roll. But that's, right. co- that's a couple hours for me. I mean, I support our guests. I mean,. Uh, Saturday, I'll be at Bridgeport to support uh, Ryan Crachin, who's the OG of guests to the podcast. Uh, Nick Sandone, I'll be there to support him. He's, you know, he was our last. No, he wasn't our last guest. Garrison uh, Prince is our last guest. Oh, oh yeah, the loud pedal. Yeah, the loud pedal. Bad luck really bit him. Oh, big time. But but he was able to go out. He, they he scrapped the motor together to get it together. Because I watched Land of Legends Saturday, and something I forget something with the oil oh. pressure, so we shut it down. Something with the oil pressure, I think it was. Yeah, the oil cooler or the oil pump or something. Something, like. yeah, and he shut her down and bring her like, wow, did we just had this guy on? Jesus Christ, you know, here we but, go again. But T Bones had what? really good luck since he's been on the show. T Bones on fire. <laughs> yeah, so the big man is on. What it, you know. Besides, he's, I think he's a very good driver. It doesn't get the credit he deserves. Uh, Harris. He's such a, just a, a really, really genuine, nice guy. Like A gentle giant. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to piss him off. No, he's a, big, one, he's a big guy. No, yeah. yeah, them upstate boys, they, dude, they'll, they don't care. They'll you know, throw. He is a, a super nice guy. Just uh, yeah. down, down to earth. Uh, yeah, and he gives credit to um, Daniel Johnson, Danny Johnson's son. Like, he's come a long way. A lot of compliments because I think he wound up fourth or fifth when we saw what happened to him in one of the Super Dirt Series races. That thing was oh, on a jig to get straightened out. Yeah. It trashed that thing. Yeah, and he got it together, and he got a top five. I, I believe he got a top five he's, out of it Saturday. He just, so. he, just, he just gives a lot of compliments to the younger guys. And, I love yeah. it. I you know, absolutely just, love it. Just, like, just dude, how boost, can you not like them? Yeah, just boost their spirits up a little bit. You know what I mean? Give them a little bit of confidence. He's a class act. Sometimes it's That's all a takes. Class act. Yeah, sometimes all it takes is a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Well, Justin looked very, very good uh, Saturday night. Um, yeah, well, he, he won did. by like 10 seconds, didn't he? Yeah, so he, he laughed himself, I think. That, yeah, he laughed himself, including Shepard twice. Yeah, something crazy. No, I mean, he was hooked up. It was like, I'm winning tonight. So, Tim Fuller, yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah, Matt, now, now, bye. He was just, actually, he, he, he looked good. Uh, who finished second? It was somebody that normally. Rudolph? No. No. Was, uh, I don't oh. know if it was, was it Gil Tag that finished second or uh, uh, Matt Farnham? Was it Matt Farnham? Yes. I, yes, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that was a good run for him. Matt Farnham, yes, it was, it was, yeah, and then Shepard, then I think Daniel Johnson, and I don't remember who's fifth. Rudolph, maybe. Yeah, Rudolph or Batman or Fuller, one of those guys. I don't know, it might have been in tag, I don't know. But if that was Farnham that finished second.
second. That's a damn good run for him. Actually. So, and he was the close. He's the only. He, he didn't get. La- he was uh, only like a second behind. Uh, let me pull it up. I, I know I pulled it up. So I, I watched the 305 sprint car race, which didn't disappoint. I can't believe I'm saying that, but up there, we got to get Alicia Bayon, the queen of speed. Dude, yeah. she almost won. She almost won that one. We got to get her on. Yeah, Matt Farnham. Why don't, you know, matter of fact, why don't we just go through the whole roster of Land of Legends and we'll just, that's it. Um, I'm going to reach out to somebody right now to get her contact information. She won't be till November, though, but just like put, like I've been doing, put a, uh, a bug in her ear, a word in her ear. Like, hey, would you be interested in the next couple months coming on the loud pedal? I'm going to reach and out. And plus, those guys really take care of us, too, when we interview one of their own. For I think you know how to spell her name. It's I think it's A L Y S H A. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. But I'm gonna look like an idiot sending a message. And I think it's con- I think I think it's contest time. Can't do it. Roll it. All right. Since the NS3 peeps. That Nick Sandone, the third, uh, I guess, crew, Motley crew. Here's what we want you to do. If you see Nick, his car, Nick, anything that has to do with Nick, if you tape a Mars product, like a Snickers bar or a bag of M&Ms to it, and take a picture of it, you have to take a picture of it and send it to our page, and you have to have it written on somewhere Courtesy of the loud pedal. Anything sponsored? Anything that sponsors Kyle? Mars Bush. sponsorship, yeah. Mar like Mars, the Mars Candy Company, I guess they're called. Yeah, so you can't put a whatever. Can't put a Hershey bar up there, then. Kyle. No, that doesn't count. No, that's Milton Hershey. Has not, it has you, to be. But if you're at Bridgeport Saturday, I will be there, and you want to give me a Hershey bar, I'll gladly take it. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, like he needs one. Oh, if you tape it, yeah, if you tape it to the door, like the in the suite. The Nick's Dennis three suite it accounts. You have to have a picture. You have to post it. You have to tape, pretty much tape it to a piece of paper that says courtesy of. You can even put uh, LPP Loud Pedal Podcast. Yeah, that's fine. And you know me. Oh, <laughs> uh, and you have to it has to be posted on our Facebook page. But again, it has to be stuck on like either Nick Sandone, his hall or his race car, the car he owns. Stick it on his father, whatever. Has to be something to do with Nick Sandone. Yeah, tape the Nick's back when he's not. You know, yeah, yeah, when he's not looking, or smack him right in the back of his neck with like a Snickers bar. As long as it sticks, you get a quick shot with the LPP on it, courtesy of it, you're good. Yeah. And it counts, and then run, but then run. Yep. And uh, take the Snickers too. If we get multiple of these, we'll put you all in a drawing for a T-shirt. If we only get one, then you obviously win the T-shirt. Yeah. So the more we'll, if we, if we we'll get none, if we get none, we're gonna be a little disappointed. Our shirts are they're being made right now. So yeah, the guy just emailed us today and said that a uh, couple days they'll have them for us. All right, so you want to want, want to do this for like a week? Yeah, it's fine. He's extre- he said he's extremely busy right now, but he said he should have he has some okay. of them done. Okay, <laughs> we'll run this week. contest for one week. For one week. Um, we have so to give a shout out so to the much, journal. So pretty much better do it this Saturday. 
I'll be I'll be there Saturday. So if you want to come find me, and I'll come take a picture with you. Yeah, if you get a picture with Mike, um, yeah, good for you. Um, we have to do a shout out to the Colonel. Yeah, good, just because I, uh, we miss him. Oh yeah, he's still listening. I don't know. They might talk. He's all. Somebody, he's all. Uh, well, you know him. He's all busy winning upstate and stuff. I think he's going to like Michael Mercer on Thursday. Yeah, that one heat. By the way, one. Well, uh, I think Thursday's like the Dirt Car 358 series. Yeah, but last they had one heat. Yeah, I know they had one heat. Why do you even run the heat? What? Just, just draw for the feature. That's when you do a redraw or something right there, <laughs> yeah. or something. Uh, or how, you know, come on. Yeah. Once you determine where you start, how about just pick a number? <laughs> Yeah. Who won the who won the feature? I have no idea. I just couldn't believe there was one heat. I mean, dude, we're getting that time of year. Guys are running out of money. Cars are breaking. You know what I mean? Oh, and their stuff is on back order. Yeah. Can't get shit here. So it's like just it's that time of year. And maybe everybody's kinda like, all right, since we're not gonna get a championship, we'll cut back and save for the big money races at the end of the year. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, a driver just left New Egypt and started racing at Bridgeport because of something that happened there. Well, you can name him. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, J.R. Holper. Or that sounds familiar. Yeah, sportsman guy. No, he's a modified guy. He I moved think. up. He moved up. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure he's modified, but he left. Yep. I guess there was some something happened in New Egypt last week, and he so he's like, screw this, going to Bridgeport. We, we know an inside guy there could probably fill us in on that. Matt Rozier. Matt Rozier, that's right. Everybody's favorite, favorite turn three, I three. guess you call yeah, it. Turn three, <laughs> three. Turn three now. Yeah, turn three now, yeah. Uh, official. Well, Matt, when you listen uh, to this episode, because we know you will, shoot us a message and let us know what happened. Yes, thank you. Garrison, good good to see you back up and kind of running, buddy. Hey. Keep your head it. up. Keep your head up. He's going to get a win. He's going to get a win. He's going to get a win. Before the year's over, he will get a win. Yep, before the year's over, he's getting a win. I agree. I think so. He's too good. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so the the Egypt points battle is pretty close. I still I still say the mighty Mike Guler pulls it out. I don't know what it is after this past week with Billy, uh, Billy winning. Yeah, yeah, but Billy or not but Billy. Mike, uh, Mike was only Mike was Mike third. third or third or fourth. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you didn't gain too much. But I think the point lead going into that race is only like 12 points. Yeah, it was it was slim. It's, it's tight. It could be down to seven now. Could be. I mean, we like Billy. We like Billy Jr. But it'd yeah, be pretty cool that the mighty cool Mike Gould shows yeah. up. He yeah. shows up first year in New Egypt and he takes the crown. That'd be pretty cool. Is Loudon Reimer running? No, David. Van, no, David. Sorry, David Van Horn won this past Saturday. Oh, Billy won the week before. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Billy yeah, won. Billy won last night the Tobias Classic. Yeah, action track. Yeah. That's Van Horn's first win of the year, I believe. It's his first win in I think a while. Well, he had that. Problem. Really haven't heard too much from him. Well, he had that eye, problem. Yeah, eye? yeah, he had a problem with That's his eye, and he was he was not racing for a little while. And he's right. always had like a really good showing down at Georgetown. He just always comes up short, but he's always yeah. fast down there, real fast. He's a past yeah. champion at Orange County too. It sells his grandfather. Oh yeah, a uh, fuzzy's a past champion like everywhere. Fuzzy's one of those. He's legend. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's a race at Georgetown next, not this week, next week, next third or next Tuesday, not yeah. a week from tomorrow. 
that's the beach. Tomorrow night is the uh, my my one of my all time favorite tracks. The 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 Super Dirt Series boys go up to the the Demon Brewerton. I'm picking Shepherd. Shepherd or Decker because I mean I think Decker's like third all time wins there, and Shepherd's somewhere up in the top five all time wins uh, also. The, the Colonel announced he's going to be there. And he's run the there Colonel's really good this year. Pretty good this year. 100 laps. The kid knows how to win a 200 lap, or don't he? He does. And he, hey, that Outlaw 200, he's raced against pretty much dirt guys. All right. All right. You know what? I'm going to pick the Colonel. And if the Colonel doesn't win, he has to buy every listener a four piece chicken. <laughs> Here we go. Just got how to get him in, in. I just got the information to get a hold of Alicia Bay. Oh, well, look at you. Better than everybody. You just went up the one rung more above. Uh, you're better than me. Ladder. <laughs> 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 you like that one? Oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, dude, use it. Please use it. Oh, that was great. Um, <laughs> Show off. <laughs> yeah. I just talked to Land of Legends. Well, Mike went up two steps on the I'm better than you ladder. <laughs> That's my message, Land of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going there next year. Uh, yes, we are. No, we no for real. We're I'm I'm oh, vacationing upstate New York next year. I'm not even kidding. Where you're going? Oh, she owns her own um, hair salon. Uh, yeah, she's a cosmetologist. That's pretty bad, dude. She's a hell of a fuck. She can drive. Her and I have four mutual friends. Oh, that's adorbs. So I can go up there. Oh, so she friends here. What is that? Two more steps up the better, uh, <laughs> better than Brian ladder, better than the mouth ladder. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. I sent I sent Sean Walker a Facebook request like when you booked him like a couple weeks ago, and he still hasn't responded. Oh, so. dude, I had to I had to can I had to constantly like cancel ad, cancel ad, cancel ad, and he finally like. Well, don't, no, don't you sound like a stalker. <laughs> I was, that was a little obvious, wasn't it? Yeah, we're, take, we're still Brian, alive. Take two, ste- <laughs> take two steps down off the... <laughs> matter of fact, just jump off the ladder. Oh, oh man. I'm bri- dude, Brigstander, Brigstander, Brigstander. We got to get him back on. That kid is... He's something special. Oh, when, uh, Well, you, you and I are talking... Before we uh, brought Sean on, when the midgets went up to Bloomsburg, that 360 race, that kid is just, I'm like, oh, I, I was yelling at the team. It was that exciting of a race. It's good. He's going to end up in a national ride. Yeah, I said that. I was just, and that was just, a, besides the fact that was just one hell of a race, period. And that kid, he got him. I was like, son of a bitch, look at this. I'm He's like, good. come on, Brace, come on, stay down, stay down. It was just those two, uh, Carmen Perigo, I think that's how you say it. They battled, they battled. It was just, it was fantastic. They were slot. It was great, dude. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's something special. I'll tell you what. Yeah. He really is. He's, when the three time, when the three time national USAC sprint car champion, Brady Bacon gives you props. <laughs> what does that yeah. tell you? He's, he's one of those once in a lifetime talents no the once in a lifetime talent just won the knoxville nationals he's an upcoming one of the lifetime yeah, 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 talents yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that, yeah that, dude that I kyle, mean, that kyle what, larson he's something else he's he's Jesus. a whole nother 
He's on another planet. Forget, I, dude, I think for me, after you're saying he's out there, all right, at least this country's best driver no, he's, right now. He's, he's the world's best driver. I think winning at Knoxville Nationals, I think that pretty much solidified it. I guarantee you he could probably jump in an F1 car and win. Within the first five races. Yeah, if it, yeah, I I can't, I can't sit here and argue with that. I just could see, I could see him possibly winning an Indy 500. I could see him jumping on a bicycle and going over and winning the Tour de France. Yeah. And then, and then come back and win some, some fucking big dirt race here or something. And the same night, yeah, or which exactly. would be two different days or something like that. Close enough. He'll win a dirt race over there. They got dirt racing in France. Dude, it's France. Come on. We got nothing over there. Please. No. Uh, All right. I'll do one better. He could go win a sprint car race in Australia. Come back. No, no, no. Then fly fly to New New Zealand. Win a midget race. Win a midget race there. Fly back to the States and win a race in California. All within a week span. Right. Which would be yesterday. So he could. Technically win two in the same day. Yes. It'd be the first. Right. Go. Go right. AJ Foyt, Mario Andretti, who? Yeah, go. Yeah. If you could win three races on three different continents in the same day, <laughs> done. Done. I, I I think I'd stop watching racing. Yeah. For what? For what? Yeah. Who's gonna do that? I still want to see him in a modified. So do I. We got some big races coming up. Big Not gonna happen. Not gonna I don't happen. know. Yeah, I mean, stuff with the NASCAR. The Port Royal one, possibly. It all depends on NASCAR and if there's any big sprint car races or late model races. Or or if Mama Larson says, you need to take it easy this weekend. I don't think that happens much. She's ready to shotgun beers at all times. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I wonder if she goes to AA now after this season. I mean, mean, are you becoming an alcoholic now because your shotgun old because your husband just keeps winning? Yeah. And does she shotgun beers when he wins the NASCAR? Or does no, NASCAR you know, not allow that? You're not allowed, Michael. NASCAR's <laughs> family now, Michael. They're not real to the fans. Oh, uh, well, you know what? He he drives for Hendrick, and Hendrick wouldn't let Dale Jr. bring Budweiser as a sponsor. Remember that? So Rick Hendrick doesn't like the whole drinking thing. Yeah, but I can go somewhere else. I'm going to bring you a championship this year, bro. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, but he's like, oh, well, Chase did that last year, so. Yeah, deal. come on, let's go. Are you really going to go pair the two? I'm surprised Rick Hendrick hasn't bought a sprint car yet for Kyle Larson to drive. Like, <laughs> all right, you want to drive sprint cars? That's fine, but I'm going to control it. You're going to drive my equipment. You know what I mean? Like, And I get to tell you when, because technically yeah. – you work for me. Okay. I was, okay. I want to do the Knoxville Nationals again. The King, the dude, he won the Kings World. He's won. He's won uh, a, a, the Prairie. It was a big late model race, a crown jewel race. He won that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, obviously, the Knoxville Nationals is we all know is huge. He won that. Uh, I does does he show does he oh. show up, does he show up to Orange County Thursday for the World Outlaws? Late model, probably not. Um, it all started when he won the Chili Bowl. Let's not forget he won the Chili Bowl this year too. This is true. <laughs> so, well, what's left? Super Dirt Week. 
and fifty thousand to win. And poor Royal too. Yeah. Fonda. All right, how about what, this? What if he, what if, what if what he if went into Fonda? States, one Fonda, one to 53 grand, won the Port Royal race, one Eastern States, Super Dirt Week. Just clean house. Just, just clean house. This came with clean house. Why? Because I'm Kyle Larson. Yeah, give me your money. I, I would even, I would, dude, you would have to throw all your Matt Shepard shit out. What? For what? <laughs> yeah. Kyle Larson just came in and destroyed you all. All of you. Guy's never even like, been in a Northeastern modified in before. A street, yeah, in a street stock. <laughs> <laughs> that would be impressive. That would be impressive. <clears throat> but I tell you what, in all if seriousness. There's, if there's a guy that could what? do it, he's the one. <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, I'm going to throw it out there. This is pro- I'm not saying he may have contacted him. It was a former guest of ours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brad Hearn. What if Brett Hurd said, hey, Kyle, are you free to – would you like to race one of my cars? Well, you know, Billy Pouch had it lined up. It was close. But Junior Hearn – hey, I'm not taking anything away from Billy. But, yeah, right. I'll take the I'll take the Holston 96. Sure, Billy. Yeah, because he's not going to get in just any car. No. Would you? I, in all it's, honesty, would you? It's going to have to be top-notch equipment. Not saying that Pouch doesn't have top. He's got really good equipment, but yeah, that Holston, that Holston ninety six seems to do a lot Something better about than, that. than the fifteen car. Not, not. We're not. We're not trying to say anything bad, Billy. We're just saying that Rick Holston, you guys, it's it, yeah. Well, something about him in that ninety six. It's like Billy Jr. and in, in the Rick Holston cars. Like, all right, shit, he could be a favorite to win here. Yeah. I'd still say a Hearn. Yeah, or a Hallmark. I mean, I'm car. throwing it out there. I could be a Hallmark car, but I don't think Chris no. Larson's going to oh, put. Oh, please. He's oh, not going to put Kyle show, Larson. What, show up his boy? Come yeah. on. Now, <laughs> like I said, here we go. Back to the 20 car. All right. Yeah. All right you know, uh, Sweeteners Plus, Benny Salerno. He's always got top notch shit. That four-star card? Yep. Just can't ever find a top-notch driver. He's, he drives to number five on Sundays, and he likes to fill his time in this nut 57. Oh, sometimes it's six. Yeah. I just picked a couple good cars. Yeah. I, mean, I picked a lot of good cars. I think how about, how about HBR? How about HBR? Yeah, what happened? Where's Phil? that six? Where's, where's that six car that Mad Max used to drive? What happened to that? How about how about he takes Mad Max's car? Yeah, I mean, if Max's I, car is idle, why not put him in it? I think if I think if Kyle Larson come calling, I think there's a lot of teams that would put a car together. Oh my for god, him. They, dude, it'd be, it'd be a lottery system. Everybody just you'd have to. Kyle would have to take numbers and sit down and talk to everybody. Now serving twelve, you know. <laughs> So, Mr. Hearn says that you have what nine hundred? Really? I mean, really nine hundred? Nine hundred. Mm. I see my resume, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> just this year? Yeah, just this year. I'm just saying. Oh, remember last year when I won like fifty times? So, Brett, since here that you've never won a race for one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. I mm. just did that Sun. I just did that Saturday. Yeah. After- oh, and I won another hundred fifty thousand dollar one. <laughs> oh, oh, with the chili bowl. Uh, chili bowl is only like five thousand five hundred. But still, I won the chili bowl. Yeah, it's, it's 
more prestigious than big payout. But I mean, that super late model yeah. race you just won was what, like fifty grand? Yeah, there's another hundred or hundred yeah. grand. Yeah, or something disgusting like that. Like, yeah. so I just made a million dollars in like four weeks. I'm like, money. Where's Williamson? Let me talk to somebody who can win some money here. That, matter of fact, put me in that Barron's <clears> car. <throat> Ooh, that would be sweet. That's good stuff there, too. Money Matt and Kyle Larson teammates for a big race. I mean, if Money Matt could get his own stuff down, that, you know that's top-notch stuff, too. Let's call Money Matt and see if he'd wreck Kyle Larson on the last lap for $53,000. Oh, uh, he, wants to come back, he wants to come back on the show, so we'll, we'll ask him. Yeah, we'll ask him. Matter of fact, every guest moving forward, starting with LJ Lombardo next week on, that's, the, that's one of our questions. Would you wreck Kyle Larson on the last lap for 100000 Yep. And if they say yes, there you go. I'll buy a shirt. Probably not, but the same. <laughs> if you answer yes, you give us a free shirt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, so you wouldn't? Yeah, okay. Yeah, don't don't pull a Mahaney on us and walk around. You, you basically said you take your brother-in-law. Just say yes. Right. Have fun. We're having fun. You know, it's a knucklehead question. Have fun with it. Yeah, because Billy sure as hell said he'd take you out. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. He said he'd take his own father out and us out, and we didn't even do nothing to him. <laughs> right. Well, kind of. We asked him to come on the show. So next week, the next two weeks, we got two Lebanon Valley regulars. L- the outlaw LJ Lombardo next week and August 30th. The wild child, Andy Bichetti. Yes, sir. And then we're off because it's Labor Day already. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, yeah. Big races that weekend. I know uh, the Cole Cracker, seventeen thousand to win, and then yeah. I saw Utica Rome. Actually, got that's a, a mo- I, actually that's a Monday race, Mike. Oh yeah, Utica Rome on that Sunday is doing a twelve thousand to win. Oh, is that the Thunder on the uh, the Thruway or the New Yorker? Yeah. The New Yorker one hundred. I don't know. Fuck it, it's just twelve thousand to win. All right, dude. Fuck you too. All right. <laughs> I just saw twelve thousand to win. I, I have no idea what it. What I think it is a Thunder on the Thruway race. Might Probably the New York 100. All right. might, be, might be the last Thunder on the Thruway race. Might be the yeah, finale. That, oh, that's, so so the hand-picked champion. I mean, <laughs> I mean that, did I say hand-picked <laughs> champion? Sorry. I meant um, the guy who earned, earned, earned. Well, they got to make up championships so that he can win. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can't win a what's, regular but yeah, what's next? Wait, what's next year? The 84 Eastbound Champion Series? <laughs> Just like I swear, Orange County changed their points around with the big box so that he has a chance to win it. Uh, yeah, all, yeah, all, all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, because no. somebody has the lease there for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I, I know. Like, I heard uh, there was a certain track that did an extra week for a certain driver because he was behind in points. All right, hold, hold on. Speaking of championships, why is there not a tiebreaker at Fonda? Why do we have two she modified went, champions? Why is there not a tiebreaker? It should go to both. Um, remember Land of Legends? The one year was uh, Ayers and uh, Shepard tied. Yeah. Or in points. In points. Yeah, but yeah. Shepard got it because he had more wins. So I don't yeah. know why they don't do that. Yeah. Why doesn't Fonda do that? We hand out participation no. trophies. Like, uh, all right. So you're co-champion? It. I'd be kind of like, nah, I don't want I want to be champion by myself. Either I lost it or I won it. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. If I lose it, okay. So be it. If it's going, if it, if you go off wins, I'm pretty sure it should go to Rocky Warner. I think yeah, he had more wins. Got, I think he has more wins than RJ. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I don't. Some, I don't some, somebody, I'm not even going to it. It's going to take too long. We're running out of time. We'll save that conversation for next week. Yeah, you know what we're going to say, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, don't forget about the contest. Snickers bar, M&M's, currency Thumb. LPP. Stick it on Nick. Anything that Nick owns. Uh, Take a picture to our uh, Facebook page for a chance to win a loud okay. pedal T-shirt. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. All time we have this week. I'm signing off for myself, Michael Clark Griswold, the co-host, the mouth, Brian Hustlinger, and you have all been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!